All right, another another episode on the way, of course. Um, I think first things first, I want to say happy birthday to D-Wade. Um, you know, obviously one of the best shooting guards ever played a game. Um, you know, one of the best players ever in, in Miami Heat history. Um, and yeah, world, man, it's just dope. World. Does my statement not still apply? Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> my, my fault, fine. You want to add the world, all right, fine. One of the best players ever uh, in, in the world. Cool. You know, um, my, yeah. you know, that's my guy. So, you know, I got to. All right, all right, fine. You, 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 you can give him the, the birthday shout out. Yeah, right, no, you, no. Bro, happy, happy birthday to D-Wade. One of the greatest, most exciting basketball players of all time. Um, I would say he's starting to kind of, since he retired, he's kind of starting to become a little bit underrated for a lot of people that kind of just started watching. Well, we're watching the Miami Heat when, they, when he kind of teamed up with LeBron James. But even before that, he was the guy on a championship team the guy in his third year in the league. That's hard to do. And he's just special. Like, you know, skill bully, one of the greatest guards at splitting screens. Heat legend. I mean, he's he was special. Special, special player. Is that even possible to become more underrated like after you retire? Like when you stop yeah. playing people It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh okay. I mean I because I, I guess I see you look the point. at no, because it's like it's some people. It's it's we have. I've had several debates and conversations that, with some people saying that you know, I love James Harden. James Harden's a championship away from becoming the third greatest shooting guard of all time. I'm like, all right, now come on, now like, what are we, what are we really saying here? Like, you know, like Dwayne Wade was clutch, was efficient, two way player, arguably the greatest defender when we talk about blocking shots from a guard standpoint. Like a legitimate argument be made that it's Dwayne Wade. So it's just kind of like I said, the greatest at splitting screens. He played defense, was clutch, a mid-range assassin. Like it's, he's special. I mean, like he was a total package. A lot of people don't really understand that because they look at like, oh, his peak wasn't as long as some of the all-time other greats. But it's just like that five to six-year window and run that he went on. And also, also this, we talk about the Dream Team. We talk about the 08 team. A legitimate argument can be made that that 08 team, Dwayne Wade was the best player on that team. As a six man coming off the bench and led the, that USA team in scoring as well. So it's just like people tend to forget how cold and how legendary Dwayne Wade was. It's the reason why, to me personally, he's the greatest number three, the player to wear the number three jersey of all time and also a top 20 player of all time as well. So shout out to D Wade. Happy 40th. He yeah, legend, and it's always course. and it's always cool to see one like how players play when they're playing with other like high level guys, right? Like all these dudes have always been you know the best player on their team, but when you're playing, you know, in an all star game or like you know Team USA, obviously those are two different things. You know, one is a little bit more yeah. serious than other, but it's the idea like you're on the court now where everyone on your team is either just as good as you or better or slightly slightly below you. Um, but you know that conversation too of those three shooting guards, right? Um, James Harden, AI. And Dwayne Wade. I think the most common one that people go with nowadays because they're both retired is AI versus Dwayne Wade. And obviously they had different careers and teammates and things like that. Um, now we throw James Harden in the, into the mix. So we might as well ask this question. If you had to put those three in order, right, and, 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 and everything, right, eye tests, um, obviously rings, D-Wade has that by a long shot, of course. But it's overall, career-wise, um, legacy impact on the game, Dwayne Wade, James Harden, and Allen Iverson. That's hard because I don't. I know I know Allen Iverson played the shooting guard position, but he also played the point guard position throughout his career with the Philadelphia Sixers as well. It's like he's a hybrid guard. Like, is he really a true shooting guard like a James Harden? Absolutely. Like a I, I, so. I personally would not. I would, I would say James Harden is more of a point guard. And Dwayne, I would say that both of those two are more of a point guard than AI. In my, in my personal opinion, I, I can't okay. say that Allen Iverson is a point guard, which, is, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. It's not a, a bad thing yeah. at all. Um, but I'm just know, talking I, about I the position. I'm that. just talking about it. Was like, it was like. No, I hear you. I hear you. But still, I would not <laughs> say that Allen Iverson was a point guard. All right. So. The only way Allen Iverson, James Harden, how would an eye test, legacy standpoint? I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely challenging. It's, it's tough. I think it's it, tough because from a, from a skill set standpoint, I mean, it's it's really tough. Like James Harden to me is one of the a top ten offensive talent of all time from a skill set standpoint. And Allen Iverson, we know how incredibly skilled Allen Iverson is. So if we're talking about just purely skill, 
then I probably would go like maybe Allen one, James two, D Wade three. If we're just talking about pure skill, pureness of skill, you know, we're talking about footwork, we talk about handleability, we talk about finishing at the rim, even though Dwayne Wade was a phenomenal finisher, probably the, the best finisher between that bunch. But we talk about overall everything, legacy, we talk about clutchness, we're talking about winning championships, we're talking about skill point, not skill point, we're talking about skill as well. Um, all those things combined, then I pro- you probably got to get an edge to Dwayne Wade, number one. <laughs> Man's keep changing his mind. I thought you were getting ready to say bag. I thought you were getting ready to say bag, like when we talking about skill and handling forward and all that. I mean, James Harden, you know, yeah. bag wise is, you know, but then I mean, it's more than just. But look at also AI. Yeah, look at AI was crazy. Like look at and also like footwork as well. Dwayne Wade's footwork was impeccable. So it's just like it's all it's so much like when you talk about bag, it's so much. Of course, Alvin Iverson and James Harden had a better bag than Dwayne Wade. But like if we that's what I'm saying. Like if we're talking about skill set, it's like okay, James Harden, Alvin Iverson, and Dwayne Wade. That's the order. But we're talking about everything total package, winning championships, clutchness. Um. I, Dwayne Wade got to be number one for me. And then I'm probably going to get an edge to Allen Iverson and then James Harden. Now, James Harden is a championship away from starting a lot of conversations for a lot of things. So not just when we talk about shooting guards, when we talk about like him jumping and elevating on all time lists if once he gets a championship. So, but from a skill set standpoint, I'll say this. It's, it's James Harden, Allen Iverson, Dwayne Wade from a total standpoint of skill set accolades achievements winning culture and skill all that stuff i'll go Dwayne wade alan Iverson, james harden i'm not mad at it i think when we talk about bag it's it's, it's crazy because ai i mean obviously you made the case had you know some of the best handles of all time um d wade you mentioned footwork you know and james harden is just straight up pure scoring back yeah. into the scoring and, and so well honestly and facilitating yeah you know and, and it's like to have both i think all of them have their own like respective lanes and in a way they're often compared right but they're similar and different at the same exact time in terms of their overall careers and like that i think though james harden sometimes like his luck just hasn't been there in terms of like the teams he's had to you know face in the playoffs i mean when you look at some of those warriors teams it's like well damn what do you really expect same way with ai right you make it that far to the finals and on paper Right, considering how good the Lakers were, and what AI, you know, had to work with, mm-hmm. it's like the fact that they even had one game, right? The fact that it wasn't even a sweep. Like we talk about that Lakers team being the best of all time, you know what I'm saying, or yeah, one, one of the of, best of all of, time. Yeah, yeah one, three, yeah, one of the best of all time. Five for sure. Like, yeah, and it's like you know, a guy that small of stature can at least bring his team to one win in the NBA Finals. That's impressive in itself. Yeah, one of, um, that, that's man, it's tough. It's tough because like it, I said, it's it definitely it, yeah, it's definitely a tough one. It's tough because, like I said, the whole shooting guard like notion, like none of those guys are really true shooting guards. If you really like, as you said, like James Harden can play the point guard. He's shooting guard. He's a hybrid. Allen Iverson's a hybrid. Even Dwayne Wade's a combo guard. So it's just kind of like, I, I, me personally, I would say it, like James Harden and Dwayne Wade more so like combo and hybrid. But I don't, I don't. I mean, AI, AI probably could play point, but like I personally would just yeah. always want him at two. Like I would Scorn, not yeah. want, yeah, exactly. I just want him. To focus on scoring. James Harden, all right. I mean, we're seeing it now with James Harden, right? You know, playing with um, Katie and Kyrie and stuff like that. He's a, you know, a great facilitator. Same way with D Wade and, and you know, the times that he has to obviously play with LeBron and even before LeBron. But AI, I, you know, when I watch his game, I just want him to score. Yeah. Like, that's, don't like, how would try you accept the offense? I would say that he him? can't, but. How would you rank him? Um, all right. So, you know me, I, I, I like winning. Um, and, and that's not the only thing that I prioritize. But when we're talking about three guys who, can in a way just be flip-flop and it's all interchangeable. The one thing that I'm going to hang my hat on or the one thing that, in my opinion, that should break the tiebreaker um, is chips, right? Um, so I would go with D-Wade at one. It's not, and it's not just because he has multiple of them, but he does have at least one where it's by himself or he was the clear-cut number, you know, the yeah. best player, number one option. Um, now, if he j- now, if he had just two and both of those came with LeBron and Chris, then it's like, all right, Maybe one of those other guys into it, but he does have a championship, you know, where he was the best player. Um, so I would go with D Wade at one. Ooh. And that's where it gets kind of I, challenging because it's like James Harden I, or Allen Iverson. 
Right. And you know what? I'm I'm going I'm going to do the Kendrick Perkins. I'm I'm going to uh, cheat a little bit, and I'm going to say Allen Iverson at two. And the reason why I, I mentioned Kendrick Perkins is because I'm I'm saying James Harden still has time yeah. to to left to prove. So I, 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 I'm I'm gonna play it that route. I'm gonna play it safe and say that as of right uh, now. You, yeah. Right. As of right now. Right. The only reason why I got AI at two, and it's not obviously again that, that doesn't mean that like I'm you know um saying that AI is there just by chance or luck, but just I mean that is true at the end of the day. You know James mm-hmm. Harden still has a chance to win a ring. I already know naturally. If he does win a ring with Brooklyn and KD and so on his team, people will mention the fact that he won it with Kevin Durant. But if that happens, if you mention James Harden winning a, a championship with Kevin Durant, you have to mention that Dwayne Wade won it with LeBron James and Chris Bosh. So he won it, one with it, Shaq it, though too, and that was not. Whoa, 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 and Shaq whoa, wasn't, I mean, and he, that was by. Him. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even care. That Shaq was on on the court in that series. If you really go back and look at it, like Shaq. Well, was oh, the, of course, of course, of course. He I wasn't mean, dominant no, at all. So it's kind of like you're still gonna probably have to get that edge to D Wade if you really think about it, because like if you start looking at it, like all right, Dwayne Wade arguably gave us a top five NBA Finals performance of all time. So it's just kind of like these are facts. Unless James Harden about to do that. <laughs> But he can't. You know what I'm saying? And, and exactly. not, like, not off his individual. But you, you can't do that with Kevin Durant on your team. Yeah. Like, like Kevin KD would have to what, score 15. Like, like I, don't, I don't see that happening in the NBA Finals with uh, you know, a, yeah. a guy like KD. So, a, I mean. And an argument can be made that that 2011 Finals, it wouldn't have been LeBron James. If the, if the Miami Heat would have won that series, it probably would have been LeBron James winning that Finals MVP. It probably would have been the Wayne Wade because he was having a better overall series. And then LeBron James, and he was kind of like the only one that really truly showed up too, as well. So it's just kind of like when you play back and look at things historically, it's a lot of things that come into play when we talk about ranking guys or who deserves what and who's in the top three shooting guards of all time or even in the top twenty of all time list. But all I know is that I know for a fact that Dwayne Wade and Allen Iverson are in there when we talk about the top twenty players of all time. And then you got James Harden, like you said, played a Kendrick Perkins. Like as of right now. He's at that 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 third tier. Those two guys have headed him, but he still has time over the course of his NBA career. Especially to you know, def, you know, great point. And like when we talk about your um, counterparts or guys that we, you get compared to, right? It's like AI, right? Whether he gets compared to, let's say, Kobe, right? You know, the guys that play in the same era. Kobe was playing with Shaq, True. so it's like, all right, you know, there's a reason why AI might not have a ring because Kobe gets to play with Shaq. AI doesn't have a Shaq. But now we talk about, you know, James Harden versus Giannis. That's a, 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 a common one, right? And not necessarily position-wise, but it's overall, why have me won a ring? That, you know, that yeah. question gets presented. And it's like, well, Giannis, shout out to Chris Middleton, but Chris isn't uh, Shaq, right? James Harden, even though he didn't have, he had that Chris Paul injury, which to this day, that's a big question mark in Houston. Like, who knows if Chris would be able to play? What could have happened with that team and overall, you know, James' legacy and Tommy Houston and all that. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'd still be a rocket, right? If if he would have won at least one chip, who's to say he wouldn't still be down in Texas right now? But I think eventually there comes a point where it's like, all right, you have you've had right all the pieces necessary to win. Why haven't you gotten at least one? And I think that he can do it, right? I'm, I'm not sitting here saying that he won't do it, um, but you know, yeah, that's a that's a you, that's you a, can't play with so many Hall of Famers. That's true. That's a dicey, and then end up with a goose egg. That's a that's a dicey situation because like we always talk about like team situations and also like from a team step team standpoint, it's like we look at the Golden State Warriors. Who was beating them? And then Mike back on. Core came out. <laughs> who was <laughs> who was who was beating the Golden State Warriors? Um, but then you look at James Harden. He's also going to have like this on his legacy, even though he didn't get over the hump and gets to go to State Warriors. He was the only superstar in that when the Golden State Warriors were really domi- dominating and had their dynasty or whatever. He was the only true superstar that really gave them like a chance. It wasn't LeBron James, it was James Harden and the Houston Rockets. Like when you look at those series, those are like watching the NBA Finals. He was like, the Houston Rockets was the only really team that really kind of like, you know what? We're going to go out and try to make moves. We're going to go out and play this analytic seven seconds or less system, and we're going to really like do it to a T. We're just going to go small ball, all shooting, all threes, all everything, and just try to go out and really try to beat this team. And it almost worked. And they were the only team really successful at really like making the Golden State Warriors almost not become a dynasty. 
And when you look at it, like it wasn't Le- LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, it was James Harden and Houston Rockets. So even though he didn't get it done, it's just kind of like nobody really gave a, a hard fight like he and the Rockets did. So yeah, and, and you know it, it sucks too because the Rockets had like that one game where they just shot uh, horribly <laughs> from three, and it's like that one game. It, it's so crazy how like one game can really like either change or not change. It was a lot of you know stuff what I'm saying. Though, the entire like, well, the well, files I mean, wasn't getting called. That that you you go back and rewatch listen, some like man. Listen, that might be true, but stuff like that happens every game. Whether players or people, when I've been that, I've never met a good ref a day in my life. Okay, like no one has said, you know. <laughs> I never hear someone say, you know what, he roughed the hell out of the game. I never hear that. So I get it. And as a you know, foreign player, I, I get all that. I'm not disagreeing. But at the same time, if you got to sit here and play like this, what you could have controlled, let, let, let's talk about and focus that okay. on that. Shooting that poorly from three, that ain't the rest fault. Yeah, true. That ain't an X and an O's thing. That ain't a... Yeah, yeah true. And, and, and then sometimes you would say, you know, sometimes it just wasn't our night. We were shooting poorly. That shit was awful. That's like, you got, you know, you got good nights, you got decent nights, you got bad nights, you got below bad nights, and then you got what the hell the Houston Rockets did. That was like, man, <laughs> it was almost if like, it looked like it was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was nah, like, yo. It was, it was crazy because they still almost had a chance to win. So, as crazy as that seemed, it, they still almost had a chance to pull it off, but. I don't know, the James Harden situation about the whole championship, it's kind of like people are going to point out, like me, like, yo, like, look at the team situation he's on compared to some of the other counterparts. But like you said, you look at, like, Kobe Bryant had Shaq and Al Iverson didn't have Shaq. So it's just like, it's always, like, two stories. So it's just kind of like, what story are people going to focus on at the end of the day? Because Alan Iverson, I, I, it does seem like people tend to, like, yo, Alan Iverson didn't have nobody. Like, Kobe had Shaq. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, but with James Harden, like, well, James Harden, we know some of your team situation wasn't really that great, but like you had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, you had Chris Paul. So it's just like, even though you went up against a dynasty, it's just kind of like you still had opportunities to succeed. And 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 I would say too, it like again, going back to the luck thing, it's like if James Harden, like if the Warriors were in the East, right, and then James Harden met them in the finals, this would probably be the same exact conversation that we have by AI. Like, what if the Lakers were in the East and AI met, you know, the Lakers in the, in the uh, you know, the Eastern Conference Finals or, or whatever the case may yeah, be. It's like, it just so happens that they were on the other side of the country. And so I get it that, and again, not taking anything away from AI, but I think context and all of this is very, very important. AI brought a team to the finals. Sure. But last time I checked, he did not have to face a team like the Warriors in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's, it's almost as like with James Harden again, it's like, it sucks. It's unfortunate. But you know what? It is what it is. And now that you're playing with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, every single excuse that you might have had beforehand is clipped. Yeah, but outside of like injuries, injuries, injuries you know, and safety protocols, of course, and that's but, what we're gonna talk about now because now Kevin Durant's out potentially for four yep, to six yep, weeks. Yep. So it's just kind of like every time it's like, yo, we finally get to see James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant play on the same team for a significant amount of games. One of them always gets hurt. So now it's getting to the point where, like, are we ever going to truly see, like, the big three fully healthy on the court at the same time? And it's just kind of like, because you know what, you know, as a playing sports, you need to develop chemistry. And they already in a situation where Kyrie's playing part time and this is going on. And it's just kind of like, if they don't get a, how do you, it's, it's going to be hard because people are going to look at the situation like, yo, if the Brooklyn Nets don't win a championship this year, it's just like, damn, this is three years in a row where, like, you had Kevin Durant. We had Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie. And then you had Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden. And it's like, you don't win a finals? It's, it's conversations have to be had. Because even though you, people can talk about the injuries, it's still probably, at the end of the day, going to be at least two out of the three on the court. And that's the thing, too. Hopefully, you know, again, all three of them are healthy. But, yeah, that's the, the, the biggest thing. It's like, you know, you have what you asked for. Right, like it, it, this wasn't a, a management kind of. Right, we need to, you know, trade everybody. Eh, this there were some requests made. You yeah. know, what I'm saying you've been given the the tools, the players, the city, and like it's been built for you. And so again, that list of things that you can like say, all right, this is why I don't have a ring. That people, 
it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And so it's like, yeah, it's over with. You know, I'll say, it's, I'll it's say, over I'll with. I say it's now. over with after this. Like, if you don't, no. Well, I would say, you know, it's never technically over with when it comes to injuries, right? Because at yeah, the end okay. of the day, if you if That's if you true. have someone on your roster that you expect to play and isn't playing, they're not like they're not there, right? So, um, again, obviously, hope that they can all remain healthy and play come playoff time, and even you know if they make it to the finals. But if they are healthy, and they don't play like this because I, I I can see it now. I can see it now. I don't think like Nets fans are crazy. You know, I don't, I don't have a crazy enough history to be crazy, but <laughs> I can see it now that like if Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or lose in Eastern Conference Finals or lose in the finals, people will sit here and say, well, they don't have chemistry. And no disrespect, but I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Because even though that's true, you got three guys that can give you 40 in your sleep. And, and chemistry is a, is, is a part of basketball. I get that. Like, it takes time to develop. You're not just going to randomly you know, come together and just play well. I get that. But I also don't want to hear that. This, this, like, these are three first ballot Hall of Famers. Right? These are three guys who have all been an MVP consideration at some point in their careers. So anything along the lines of, well, they need more time together. Sure, you're right. They did. But guess what? They didn't. So now what are we doing? Like, it, it, it's going to be unfortunate. I know it is. But I don't want to hear that as an excuse. Get the job done. Yeah, I don't think it's Get gonna the be, damn it, job it, done. It shouldn't be an excuse if they're all healthy at the same time. I don't want to hear anything about chemistry. You got the three best isolation scores I don't. in the game. You can create off the dribble. All can play you know, off the ball as well at times and catch and shoot. It's like they have really no flaws offensively. So it's just, now it's just like injuries. Like, can we get healthy and get on the right page quickly? And quickly because it's just like, yo, like we don't want to like go into the playoffs with not at least playing, I want to say at least 10, 10 to 12 games with each other. That's, that's key because it's like sometimes you can use like the playoffs like to kind of like tune yourself up, especially in like the first round. But like once you start playing teams like in the second round, like, man, what if they have to play like the Bucks or the Miami Heat? Teams that have like chemistry and teams that's like, yo, have a culture and have a foundation. It's just like that tune up that you were doing in the first round, second round gets very, very real. So it's just kind of like that's also the Los Angeles Lakers problems. We as we're seeing right now, they thought that about last year, like, yo, all right, we got everybody healthy, like we know. But it's just like, boom, something else happened. And then like, yo, you haven't played for each other and stuff like that. So. I, I don't even want to talk about, man. Yeah, I'm going to stay with the Brooklyn Nets conversation. Because you know, I, I think, too, like you said, you know, the preseason is meant for the preseason, right? Earlier games before the All-Star break is meant to kind of the same thing, right? Get a rhythm. Obviously, you want to win games still, but it's still to develop chemistry. But come playoff time, it's real. Yeah. Right? Like one game can really end and dictate your entire season. Right, like one missed shot in the playoffs can change an entire series, and so you don't want to reach April, May, and June still trying to figure out mm -hmm. certain things. Now, again, it would be nice if they had the chemistry, but I refuse to allow any type of excuse to come around if they were to lose. Now, if they win, of course, congratulations, I'm rooting for their success, but there is not about to be no well, they didn't have this, they didn't have that, too damn bad. Yeah, only thing that's like. Injuries aside, like that's the only thing that we can really harp on and look that at. That is it. And even, is and it. even then, you got, you got some people that's going to be like very casual about the whole situation because I know people that really like confirmation bias is real. If, as long as they lose, that's all that matters. Oh, Kevin Durant didn't have the James Harden's playing on one leg, Kyrie was out, oh, so what? That's how some people are going to feel. Like It's not right, and it's like it's not. that's a very casual perspective. Like if We go back and we look at the Brooklyn Nets series versus the Milwaukee Bucks series, and I always ask people, do you really think if the roles were reversed and Kevin Durant was on the Milwaukee Bucks with everybody healthy and Giannis was on the Brooklyn Nets with just a one-legged <laughs> one James Harden, do you really think that it would have even gone seven games? That was, that was a testament to Kevin Durant's greatness, in my opinion, because I don't even think it would have won seven games if the, the roles were reversed. But you're still going to have people say, well, oh, well. Injuries are part of sport. They didn't get it done. Yeah, LeBron. I LeBron would wouldn't got yeah. that excuse. You know, they, uh, people won't throw that out. This was LeBron. We why are people giving excuses to Kevin Durant? So it's just kind of like that's the game. That's that's how the game goes sometimes. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna say it's unfortunate because I mean, when you're at that level, like again, you listen to the names you just mentioned. Yeah, LeBron, Katie, Giannis. Like this is, you know, we're not talking about you know anyone that's you know just trying to make the All Star game. These are guys that you know what I'm saying, are going to finish their careers in top 
definitely, you know, you know, LeBron and KD are on that verge, but top 10. But even Giannis is like, you know, if, if he goes out and wins a championship this year with everybody healthy, you know, outside of, you know, Kawhi and other guys, of course, but that's your, that's um, it's, it's like, it's scary. If he, it, it gets scary. If they go back to back and Giannis wins this championship. Like I'm talking about like, I'm talking. It about, gets scary quickly. Yeah, it gets very scary because I'm talking about like, yo, we have to start talking like his ceiling is probably top 10 of all time. And we start talking about like, yo, that's his trajectory if he wins it back to back because he joins a small list of like players. We talk about like in that top 10 as one back to back titles. Like we talk about like Jordan. We talk about LeBron. We talk about Kevin Durant. Like we talk about Magic Johnson like that. That, that list gets very, very small. And it's just like people don't understand. It's, it's hard winning back to back regardless if you got a great team or not. Winning back to back is it's tough. It's just like, it's also winning, doing the three-peat. That's why we haven't seen it been done since Kobe and Shaq. Like, it's, it's tough. Like, but back-to-back is even, it's tough as well. And then to do it without having any other guaranteed, as of right now, Hall of Famers on your team. Yeah. Or top, and then or, to do it, or top 50 players of all time. Top 50. That's another or, thing. 95. I mean, you know, it, it's <laughs> it, no shade. I'm just saying. Yeah. No shade. Yeah. No shade. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm just... Saying what's on you know the list, no shade at all. Yeah, and then to do it in a market like Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and then to do it with the team that drafted you. Yeah, and then to do it where you know, don't go shout out to Drew Holiday, man. But it ain't been too many like crazy, crazy trades. Yeah, and don't and don't it, and don't go out and don't go out and beat. Don't go out and beat. <laughs> don't, don't go out and beat the the Brooklyn Nets. Don't don't go out and beat. Let's say the Los Angeles Lakers or the Golden State Warriors. It gets very scary because when you start looking at people, love to talk about like Kevin Durant. And talking about like LeBron James and the teams that they had and stuff like that. But it's just like, yo, it does feel a little better when you are on the top 10 list of all time where you say, you know, I, I, I beat LeBron James in the finals more times than he beat me. Regardless of the team situation, that's these guys admit they like, yo, I, it is what it is. Because I'm, 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 a, I'm a person that always would tell you, like, I, we grew up watching like the NBA where head to head matters. I don't care. Like, Team aside, when you go up and you have two alpha dogs and two top 10 players in the finals and stuff like that, and you're really competing, look, I know team aside, but it's just like head to head still matters to me. Same here. Same here. Especially when we talking about, and you mentioned before, like the Christmas Day games and MLK um, Day games and, you know, um, basically big games during the regular season. But come the NBA finals, come playoff time, that multiplies by like five because <laughs> this is like when I go home. You can make the case that in the regular season, all right, you just caught me on a bad day. Yeah. Or, you know, this is just a 48-minute game. You know what? Um, I, I was low-key resting, uh, you know, yesterday, so my legs, whatever. But come playoff time, all that shit, that's out the window, right? It, it, it ain't no excuses in. You're not trying to just chill, you know what I'm saying, in May. You're not. You, every, every minute, every possession matters. Even though the fantasy football season is over, you can keep the excitement alive with MyBookie's double deposit bonus. Having your initial deposit match up to 1000 bucks is like playing every game with home field advantage. All you have to do is sign up, use promo code NOPUMPFAKES, and get your funds credited to your account instantly so you can start placing your bets with MyBookie. With the NFL postseason in full swing, there's no shortage of games to choose from at MyBookie. And everyone knows that playoffs equal points. It's the best time of the year to hammer overs. With every player out to make a name for themselves, you know player props are a great way to find an edge. MyBookie is also home to exclusive contests that can be used to maximize your winnings and make 2022 your best year yet. Don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 by using promo code NOPUMPFIX. Place your bets and get ready for the intensity of playoff action. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. So, it's, oh, yeah. it's, you know, it's funny though. I think it's going to get, damn, I don't know. Cause I was going to say it's going to get scary, obviously, if, if Giannis goes to the finals and beats the Nets and then potentially the, the Warriors or whoever comes out the West. But I was going to say maybe it gets scary if Kevin Durant does that. Like if he beats the Bucks and then, you know, no, yeah, he'll be, I, he'd be, it, it I gets, don't think it gets scary though. No, no, I think it gets a little scary because like you got people, some people feel like Kevin Durant's not a top 10 player of all time. 
I don't feel that way, but some people. I'm do. not, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not mad at that. That's like that's I'm not saying I completely agree with it, but I'm yeah. saying like when you really list out the name, that's not, like that's not that's not. If a, you got Katie at like eleven or, all right, I won't go past eleven, but like you know, it's eleven, twelve. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, okay. it's, you know. But let me tell you something. Let let Kevin Durant go out and win a finals, and a finals MVP. Uh, it it gets like because you're gonna have some people when you start looking at because it's some guys that just don't only look at like accolades. So you the guys that only look at accolades and career and stuff like that. They're going to be like, okay, yeah, he got three. He still got a little bit more work to do for him to get like this, you know, to keep going higher. But you got some guys like me. I look at everything. <laughs> I look at like that top 10. I look at skill and talent perspective. I look like being unstoppable in the half court. I look at like accolades. I look at all those things. And let me tell you something. Like it gets scary if he wins a finals MVP and then goes out and wins another championship because now it's just like, he got three finals MVPs. He got three championships. And it's just kind of like, arguably, he's a, probably a, a top. He's already a top 10 offensive talent of all time. Then it's just like, you can make an argument that, yo, like, it may not be from a skill set standpoint, eye test standpoint. It may not be five guys all time better than Kevin Durant. That's the argument that's going to get made by me. Because when I start looking at things like that and him accolades, talent, skill set, I'm going to start looking like, yo, like, LeBron, MJ, Kobe. I was going to say, I don't know what type of players you were naming, but. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make, like, sure, that, I, make I, sure that name I, gets tossed in when there. When we start talking about, like, with me, I'm just like, all right, those three. I, I think the thing that's <sighs> always, scary, always, man. always, always going to be unfortunate for Kevin Durant. Yeah. is a fact no I'm, I'm just saying like this, this isn't what yeah, I, know, I believe no, I know I know. What you, yeah. but you know what I'm saying there's always going to be an argument that he went and joined for those rings always and that sucks but that is some narratives that people are going to run with Kevin Durant could literally score 60 points this year in the NBA finals and there will still be people if claiming he, that, that he was able to do that because he had James Harden and Kyrie Irving that is the the like if decisions. He, if he brings the Brooklyn Nets their first ever NBA championship, what what the hell are people gonna say? I don't. Whoa, you come on. You but know it's just the how, But you can't. That. But it's just like that. But still, it's like you can say about the Golden State Warriors. But like he did something that hasn't been done before. Like you know, he's that would be building a legacy and starting a legacy. Like it's not like when it's a reason why like we celebrate 2016 with LeBron James. It's just like yeah, that's the the first ever. Championship in franchise is a reason why we celebrate Dwayne Wade when in his third season he brought Miami Heat their first ever championship. Like it's those things are gonna remember all time. And don't go out and do it against a team that's like, like I said, like the Golden State Warriors or something. Like don't go out and do it where you have a matchup where it's like, yo, it's like a toss up, it's a pick me, and it's something like we have an all time finals and he pulls it off. That's what I'm saying. They can talk about the Golden State Warriors, but just make sure you talk about like what he just did as well because he's going to always have that in the back of his mind so you can't change of that of course yeah of course you know people are going to get real um you know active and flip-flop with certain opinions yep. if that happens you know but i mean it's something that you know one he can't really control obviously not even can't even say whether he cares or not but it is just something that like yo that's always going to be with him but i think when you beat the players yep. that people are comparing you to it's a little different. Yeah, especially if, um, especially if you beat the Warriors. What's, what, what, sweeter joy, what sweeter joy would it be for Kevin Durant to go out and win a championship and beat the Golden State Warriors in the finals? A team to where, yeah, he had to come join and win the finals. Okay, I say that Kevin Durant joined the Golden State Warriors and win championship, but he also joined the Golden State Warriors and kind of made them a dynasty. That's how I feel. Now let's say, oh, the Golden State Warriors lose against Kevin Durant after all these years of people saying, well, they didn't really need Kevin Durant. And I was like, well... Kind of needed Kevin Durant to become a dynasty because we saw in 2019 where they lost to the Toronto Raptors, even though people are going to point to injuries and stuff like that. That's fine. They still didn't have Kevin Durant. So it's just like that would have been a perfect time to shut up all those critics and Draymond talking shit and all that stuff, but it didn't happen. So let's say we get to, we get to June and it's the Warriors and it's Kevin Durant and the Nets in the NBA Finals. And let's say that he goes out and beats Stephen Curry in the Golden State Warriors. A lot of that chatter, I think, will get destroyed because it's going to be like, damn, like, Kevin Durant showed you, like, yo, like, y'all really needed him <laughs> more so than he needed you. So that's, but it, it's, it's, a lot of, it's not a narrative that's going to get created. It's a lot of narrative that's going to get destroyed because if Stephen Curry goes out and beat Kevin Durant in the finals, 
It's some. It's, it's a lot of things. It's gonna look. Yeah, it's gonna look spooky for a lot of people. It's gonna get crazy. It's gonna look spooky for a lot of people. Louis, Steph, KD, Giannis. Watch. You know the freaking Suns gonna mess around and win the finals and you know Utah Jazz, like, <laughs> Utah Jazz, Milwaukee Bucks. You, 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 oh, <laughs> ew! Oh my God! Utah, <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Gobert Finals MVP, averaging oh. averaging seventeen to twenty rebounds per game. We, we might not have an episode that entire week if some <laughs> bullshit like that happens. <laughs> we might we have to shut shit down. Like, all right, guys. Oh, it gets so, nasty. I guess it, 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 it gets nasty. But I mean, hey, I mean, this is the I guess the beauty of the league, right? Is the fact that anything really can happen. This is the only season. It's been the season for a while. This this season, right? And you don't know what's gonna what can happen really. Yeah, man. It's it's almost like you want to. Just wait until the playoffs scare to say like, all right, now it's time to turn up, or yeah. now it's like we can really see. It. But like at the same time, you don't just randomly start playing quality basketball. Yeah, when you snap your fingers, well, that's that's people's argument with right, your like team you, in the Lake Show. That's very true. I'm, I'm, I'm past that though now, man. I'm, you know, obviously, I'm not saying you know I never give given up on uh, my team and stuff, but like we are not a very good basketball team right now. Told you that five, that, six, six podcasts ago, seven, you, eight. Okay, nine. exactly, <laughs> six podcasts ago. The hell? But now, yeah, we're 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 not a. Um, I, I, it's like you want to keep having hope, which I do, right? You want to keep saying like, wait till the playoff, you know, get here. Wait till you know, eighty play, you know, eighty plays, you know, wait till this, wait till that. We're not good. We lost by what forty, what thirty seven? Mm -hmm. I guess a different night, like. <laughs> Didn't have Jamal. Seems like it's have Michael Porter Jr. and you get clapped by thirty-seven. How did it seems like? Oh, hold on. Because <laughs> hold on, but you know how many points 37, 37 is. Some teams don't even score that in a quarter. Thirty-seven, bro. Thirty-seven. And like it's just it's it's just I don't know who to blame. I don't I don't even know what the problem is anymore. It's. I'm, I, I think right now I'm just confused more than anything. I think I'm more confused and pissed off, right? I'm more like, yo, like, do y'all like, see the score? Like, do y'all see how we're playing? Like, it, but I, I, I really don't know. I, I really, really don't know. Like, it's one thing to lose. It happens to the best of us. But to get clapped? But third. Is this it's almost it's almost as if like the Nuggets played five quarters and we played four. <laughs> no, that scoring let me, wise, let me, people scored thirty seven and a quarter. Let me let me ask you this question, because I know you're a diehard Laker fan. Does these last two years, well, year and a half, last season and this year, does this feel like with LeBron James, the same way it felt with Kobe Bryant being on like? Terrible teams and Kobe Bryant's going out being all time records and, and not at all. all that. Okay, not at all, not at all. Because the expectations, even realistically as a Laker fan, was not there. You were not watching Lake, Laker basketball, expecting like, all right, you know, we're gonna win a ship this year. You weren't like, love Kobe, love the Lakers, but realistically, you weren't. Now, this year, this is like literally a disappointment, right? You got two MVPs on the same team. You got another guy, Anthony Davis. I know he's injured right now, but just he's, you know, kind of has, has always been an MVP talent. Whether he's won one or not, that's different. But he's been an MVP talent. And so to know that you got those three guys and things just aren't working out, that's frustrating. That, that's, a, that's a letdown. You know what I'm saying? Like as a, again, when you're a fan of a team, you're, you're going to always root for them. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. But realistically, you know, like, all right, <laughs> we might not be winning a championship this year, but that's okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, but like right. when, you, when you really, really like think to yourself, like, yo, this could be the year. And then you see shit like your team losing by 37, that, that, that bothers you. Mm -hmm. That's like, yo, what are we doing? You're not, you're not like in a situation, you know, based off your question with Kobe, it's like, all right, especially too, if you're talking about the tail end of Kobe's career. Yeah. At that point, it really was just an appreciation. And even though LeBron is up there in age, we still don't know if this is the tail end of LeBron's career. Like, we really don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, he's, he could play four or five more years. We don't know. But with Kobe, yeah. it was like, all right, you feel me? We just trying to enjoy, mm -hmm. you know, what's, what's left of his basketball career. You feel me? But now it's like, yo, nah, we, I expect us to win championships. I expect us not to get clapped by 40s. I expect us to be beating teams like that we should be beating. And so that's why I say there is a difference. You know, losing is one thing. 
but having the expectation of winning and destroying is, is completely different. I wouldn't say that it's the same thing at all. I agree, but I but I I want some wins though. I, I agree, <laughs> but it's like it's crazy because LeBron came out and made that tweet, but it's just like, damn, Le- LeBron, you you averaging you averaging thirty in season nineteen. It's just like, and, and and it's and it's definitely not his fault, right? I, like I mean, but when you get, but, you know, but that's, that's a, but that's showing leadership because when you when you're the man on the team and you get the most credit when you have success, even if you're playing well and you're doing and your team is doing bad, you're still gonna get like some of the blame. Have to hold some of the blame. Have to kind of come out and make that tweet because it's just kind of like, it's still gonna be like, yo, like you're having one of your greatest seasons in year nineteen. Why aren't we winning games now? For the that's for that's what people are thinking. Like for me, like I can sit up and tell you, like, yo, LeBron James playing off the ball, he's playing the center position for Los Angeles Lakers. Like, this is kind of like a great thing for LeBron's career-wise because you want him to play off the ball so he can kind of like maximize his longevity. But you don't want to do it like this because <laughs> expecting LeBron James to rim protect and rebound <laughs> playing the center position. In year 19, that's not a winning formula. That's not a, a winning philosophy. Being ranked a 27 defense where your head coach who got his reputation around a league of being a great defensive mind, that's not a winning philosophy. Like having, I, I like Malik Monk. Malik Monk has been special this year. But having Malik Monk be your best player creating off the dribble, that's not a winning philosophy for me. So it's a lot of things that's, you know, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, as great as he is, leading. I think leading the league when we talk about attacking the rim and like creating like opportunities to score in the paint, but it's just kind of like, yo, the jumpers, like it's, that's not a winning philosophy. So it's just like, now it's just like, we've, we got to a point where you got to just really ask yourself like, yo, do you just, do the Lakers pull a 2018 Cleveland Cavaliers and just go on a fire sale before the, the trade deadline and just, I don't know, like. <laughs> just try anything that that, that that shit was crazy yeah that's but that's about, but that's that, but that's that what the lakers may have to day. yeah lakers may have <laughs> to do that this year because it's just like you look at a situation like only body that should really be safe is is lebron hey, this is coming from a, a ad supporter but it's just like what you're you're, you're saying that anthony davis shouldn't be safe you're saying be, it's i'm saying if the, i'm saying like he's not untouchable like, of course, it would be LeBron and Anthony Davis should be the ones that are safe. But I'm going to say, like, yo, like, Anthony Davis is not touchable because availability is the best ability. If you're not on the court and you're not playing, what value do you have to this franchise? What value do you have to your teammates if you're constantly injured? That's just, these are questions that people are going to say, and these are questions people are going to have, and these are legitimate questions. Because, like, if you're not playing, it's just like every time we look up, you're getting hurt. You're suffering injuries. It's always something. It's just like, well, as a front office, you're like, damn, you start looking around like, all right, like, what's up? These are things you start thinking about. Like, you don't want it. You, you know what Anthony Davis healthy. He's a, a arguably a top five player in the game. Like, you can make that legitimate argument. When he's healthy, he sometimes looks like the best player in the world. You can make that argument. But, like, when he's not healthy and he's playing away. And when he's on the court, if he's, if he's on the court and he's not playing up to the par level that we all expect, and when he's not even on the court, it's just like, what value do you have to this franchise? Yeah. Facts. And, and I mean, love, love AD. And I, and I still love that duo. I still love the pairing of LeBron James me and Anthony too. Davis. And I, and I think, you know, I can't speak. Okay, you just said no, me too. Yeah, so. me too. Yeah. I, I still it, love it. It's, I still trust it, it if they're healthy. Right. Exactly. And that, and that is the, the thing that's so, so scary. It's like, for some reason, when you really think about it, the Lakers together have played more games as a, you know, as a, as a trio and as, in comparison to the Brooklyn Nets. But even with that, people still have more trust in the Brooklyn Nets, right? Like in, in terms like those guys haven't played together and people still think that team could, you know, do more damage than the Lakers. And I, and I think... We've just reached a point now where it's like, if it's not working for the Lakers, and I know you've asked me this before, the what is it that you do next? Because, again, I will keep using this example with the Nuggets. They had two gentlemen, not one, but two gentlemen, 
who were injured and are not playing. And I know it's been that way for a while. This wasn't their first game. We know the Nuggets are. But come on. Like, what, what else needs to be done? Obviously, you're not trading LeBron. You're not blowing the whole thing up. But like, damn. Yeah, there's some guy. I mean, Miles Turner's available. Like it's it's, I, you know, it's, it's some guys that they can you can go. Up. Eric Gordon's available. Those are two pieces right there. I I look at like yo that can really like right. help your help your team. But you know what though too, and and much love to Eric Gordon and Miles Turner. But I think there we go. That might be the biggest thing that has bothered that, bothered that me. They, and even though I I just yeah what that they need to make trades. Yeah, that there we go. And even myself when I ask what's wrong, we have. Three, <laughs> three brothers that have played in the NBA Finals. Three guys that have been MVP candidates. Three guys that are for sure Hall of Famers. Three guys, and it's not just them, right? It is not just them. I, I do not want to make it seem like the Lakers are those three guys. But damn it, we should not have to be in a position to lo- be looking for other players. Okay, yeah, we got Russ, we got Bron, we got AD. Who else can we add? That should be all you need. And I know people are going to look at the role players and at some point they have to get it done, right? Which again, they should. You, you can't play three on five. And in this case, two on five with AD being out. But damn, like collectively, it doesn't matter how well LeBron is playing or how great Russ is playing or whoever. If we are losing, if we have less points than the other damn team, that means we are playing horribly. Like, yeah, I, only, only pushback that I have for that, this is just like, it's like this, like I've always, I'm a, we've talked about this before the season started. I'm like, yo, if you have a time, if you have a chance to acquire talent, you always acquire talent and you try to figure this shit out. Lakers ain't figuring nothing out, bro. That's, that's the problem. Like they got Russ and it's just like, all right, you got Russ. And they thought like, okay, we're trying to, we see what the Brooklyn Nets are doing. They got three superstars. So we're going to try to go get Russell Westbrook and we just going to like, all right, we got Russell Westbrook and we're just going to drop him in. And it's like, all right. Cool, we got Russ now. We got this talent. But you have to build a roster that's going to work with all three of those guys when their skill sets don't match like the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets got three players that their skill sets all match. Green off the dribble, catch and shoot, isolation. Like it, it, It's fine. So that's why I'm not even worried about the chemistry aspect because it's like, yo, their, their skill sets match. Well, you got Anthony Davis who like don't know if he want to be play. <laughs> <laughs> he play outside or inside. You got LeBron James that can do everything. You got Russell Westbrook that can really only operate at the first level of the basketball court and needs room to do that. So it's just like, damn, like you would think you should have some more pieces, some more shooting around. You sh- you would think that you shouldn't start two centers at the same time for the first twenty games of the season. You would think those things, but it's just like, yo, it just seems like the Los Angeles Lakers got Russell Westbrook. It's like, all right, we got Russ, we got all this talent. Like, all right, just go hoop. No, nah, bro. <laughs> just go hoop. <laughs> vibes. You ain't got the hoops and vibes. You ain't got the you ain't got the type of talent. Like they don't have the, those 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 three skill set and talent doesn't really match. It's like a triangle. The triangle works with the Brooklyn Nets because they got three players that match. <laughs> this <Yeah>. shit like <laughs> Yeah. And, a zigzag and, and going everywhere like, with the Lakers. Like what? You usually in hoop, right? Like you can't just have three guys in isolation, just like, all right, your turn, your turn, your turn. But this is a very very rare situation yeah. <laughs> right this is not normal this is everything you believe when it comes to just iso ball throw that shit away yeah right we we are talking about Kyrie Irving James Harden and Kevin Durant and with when everything else might go wrong three guys you can make they're probably three of like the top five guys in the league who can literally just say you know what damn you know what we just wasted 18 seconds on the shot clock here you go Kyrie Irving do you mind getting this bucket <laughs> yeah, so. like that's literally the luxury that they have yeah that's not really the case with the Lakers. Because even though, right, Russ, we know what he is, Hall of Famer, all that, he's never been the type of guy, even like even with his scoring numbers, he's never been a guy you look at and say, you know what, he can give you 40 or 50 on any given night. He can score, don't get me wrong, but he's not like a, all right, you know what, give it to him, everybody get out of the way. We, you know what I'm saying? Like, Late at the he gets a lot clock. of his points. Ex- exactly. Ex- and there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. right? The same, like, there's certain same thing things. with Giannis, yeah. It's, right. There's nothing there's, wrong with there's that. There's certain things that Kyrie and James Harden can't do, but Russ thrives in, right? That's just the, the game. But when you're playing with LeBron James, in the same case with Anthony Davis, great player all of his career, but you've never thought of AD as like a damn. He can get, you know what I'm saying, busy when it's like less than, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you give it to him on the low block and let him operate, 
but that it ain't that ain't Kevin Durant. That ain't James Harden. That ain't Kyrie Irving. And so now you got three guys who it's like they each have strengths, of course, but figuring that shit out is the problem here. This is not a situation where you just plug them into a system and just watch them go. No, this is going to require some sort Something. of legitimate strategy. <laughs> Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, me and you could probably coach them, and I think shit would be fine. Yeah. That is not the case with this Lakers roster. There needs to be some sort of added, like, okay, here is where we're going is going to take advantage of against this team and so on and so forth. It is not just the all right, let's yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's, I thought it was going to be like that. No, I'm not going to lie. No. I did. No, I, but I didn't man, was I wrong. Because it's just like, it's kind of like LeBron is at the point of his career where he wants to play off ball. He doesn't want to like have to be the point guard all the time, but he needs to be the point guard <laughs> for this team. Because you, you, you didn't get a guard. <laughs> you didn't get a guard. Like, it's crazy because like, if you really look at it, like Russell Westbrook like, can pass, can facilitate, you know, but it's, it's like it's different versions of passing. You know, you got your, you got your passing where you're running down the court and you the defense is collapsing and then you're kicking out and stuff like that. And you're dumping down to the man. That's kind of been like Russell Westbrook's forte when we talk about facilitating and passing. Yep. But now just getting ready to say there, there's a difference between passing yeah, and facilitating. It's a, yep, it's, it's a difference between like, you know, when the Lakers had Ray John Rondo in the NBA bubble and the way he runs the office and facilitates. Or Ricky Rubio runs the office and facilitates. Or even Alonzo Ball runs the office and facilitate. So it's just kind of like, that's what LeBron kind of wants. And it's just like, he kind of had that with Alonzo, but Alonzo needed time to grow and stuff like that. And you had to get AD. But it's just kind of like, LeBron, you can't really play, you can't really play off ball. You got to be the point guard. And then you kind of got to let Russell Westbrook just kind of like be on the wing and kind of just go <laughs> attack or whatever. But it's just kind of like Russ at this point in his career He's he's still athletic. He's still quick, but it's like he can't get to the rim and attack on the same level of like gumption that he used to in the past. And it's just kind of like, that's a problem. Yeah, no, I agree. I I think though, it's like two different seasons. Obviously, right? I think what you're talking about, LeBron having a traditional point guard, would work like during the postseason. I think because yeah, now right. you're like, yeah. all right, yeah, LeBron, you, I mean, this is your world. You know, put us on your back and whatnot, but. During the regular season, I think a lot of Laker fans, including myself, would, were hoping that it could be the Russ and AD show during the regular season. LeBron, you chill, right? LeBron, this is the year where you just say, you know what, you can relax. Third take option. Breath. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy to think that, like, LeBron James, third option, what? But that's what, and then, of course, obviously, when the playoffs come around, <laughs> let me get active. But, like, during the regular season, chill. We know, you know what I'm saying, you're getting up there in age. Let this be the year where you can just relax. Let's get you to a, a third seed, maybe get you home court advantage and whatnot. And then come playoff time, let's, let's, let's do what we do. But now, with the Lakers asking him to do all this stuff during the regular season, and we know we're going to ask him to do it to the, in the postseason, it's like, well, damn. The whole point, in my opinion, was to have Russ and AD get active for 82 games and just win some, you know what I'm saying, get a, a top four seed. And just let LeBron chill. Average a little, you know what I'm saying, 23, 24, get you, you know what I'm saying, get you assists here and there. But this should have been that Russ and AD show, right? Like two guys who you can make the case have a lot to prove, right? And so, but now it's like LeBron, like, sorry, man, you mind being, you mind being LeBron still? Yeah. We, we know you, we know you about to be entering two decades of playing professional basketball, but would you mind... Okay, guys. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I'll. Okay, I guess I'll do it again. But yeah, it is what it is. Oh well. Yeah. You uh, you you got a cap or no cap? Uh, yeah, I got a cap or no cap. It's probably gonna tie into some more conversation real quick. Cap or of no course. cap? Cap or no cap? Miles Bridges should be the front runner. Front runner for most improved player of the year. That's the cap or no cap. Ooh, I just came up with nope. the top top of my. Yeah, hey, top of the dome too. I mean, that's what we do. But all right, <laughs> <laughs> man, it said like we are on episode three nah, because I was I was watching I was the Knicks uh, I was watching the the Knicks and the Hornets today. This brother got busy, thirty eight, twelve. Ah, like on a head tie. I just feel like everybody have a career high in the garden. <laughs> we were doing but so that's well. A, that's the cap or no we, cap. We were doing so well with the <laughs> with the no. Nick's name. That, we that's, so a, well. that's, a, that's a cap or no cap. Yeah, I like that. Um, cap or no cap. 
Jamal Bridges be the front runner for most improved. Be the front runner for most improved player of the year. Um, I definitely think that Miles Bridges should be the front runner for most improved player of the year right now. Before you, but this is this is with like we're not including Ja in this. Cause I don't I feel like Ja's an MVP candidate. Some people that's gonna come out and say like Ja Moran is the most improved player of the year. I'm not including Ja in this. Okay. Oh, oh you were you were okay. You said MVP candidate too. You didn't kind of sneak that in there, but I heard it. Um, I'm not <laughs> mad at it though. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. You did say that. Yeah, I did. Um, and see, this, this is the part that's so, and, and I'm going to answer your question in a sec. But this is the part that's so interesting when we say MVP, because I have to acknowledge that. But it's like. Can let it slide. I, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> and again, I'm, I'm not saying that you're sticking with that statement or decision, or whatever, but just the idea like to win MVP, right? Like you have to be the most valuable player in the entire National Basketball Association, right? It's not just you being a great player for your team is not people just being amazed at what you do. And again, love Ja, not taking anything away from what he is doing, right? But to put him in the category of a possible Kevin Durant or Giannis or Steph or any of those guys, LeBron, obviously LeBron. Again, not to say that he can't do it this year or any year, but that's just something that I want people to feel me remember. Ja should be MVP. All right, cool. No problem. MVP, so you, MVP candidate. Oh, right, right, right. And again, I'm not I mean, saying that. But, but uh, people, right. that's one of the reasons, and that, that thing is one of the reasons why the people don't want to include DeMar in that conversation. Well, because again, this is the, a, a similar conversation to, you know, who what you know who do you have at the table for best player in the world? I don't think that's a conversation opinion. with the MVP, though. I think that's who's the best player during the regular season, who's the most exciting player during the regular season, because I don't, Nicole Jokic, I'm not putting Nicole Jokic in that conversation. conversation. And he just won an MVP last year. So I think the MVP okay. is like, yo, the, the Memphis Grizzlies came out of nowhere. They're top three seed in the Western Conference. John Moran's been spectacular. He's going to be an all-star starter. Like, Come on. me saying I'm not a, he's an MVP candidate. Same with DeMar DeRozan. All right, all right, all right, all right. so right now, make, all right, you, you, you touch on John Moran, then we'll top in Miles Bridges. Why do you think that John Moran should be an MVP I candidate? just told you why. John Moran. <laughs> no, I, I want the full sentence. Why do you think John Moran should be an MVP candidate? John Moran is an MVP candidate because the Memphis Grizzlies have basically gone from a play-in seed to a top three seed in the Western Conference. They've exceeded expectations. His numbers across the board have increased as well. He's going to be an all-star NBA. He's going to be an all-star starter this year at his position. And this is kind of like he's also been exciting and spectacular, and he's also doing things that we haven't really seen before when we talk about like, yo, it's a breath of fresh air when we talk about like a guard playing like similar to like a young Derrick Rose or like an Allen Ives, like a 2000s guard. Like he's doing things that's like, yo, it's so fun to watch. He's spectacular. And they're winning games. And he's a key, a key component to their success. So it's just kind of like, and he makes other guys better. So it's just like he's done. And he's improved on his three-point shot where you can't like sag off him and go on their screen because he, he's now hitting threes at a higher clip than he's done in his previous two seasons in the NBA. So it's just kind of like, he's here. And it's like we had to start having conversations like, yo, Ja is in those conversations with Luca, Tatum, and Trey now. It's not like we can't forget about him when we talk about 2,500. So he's doing things like, yo, he's hitting a lot of like boom, 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 boom things all this year. Like he's hitting a lot of metrics that nobody really expected him to hit, but he's doing that personally and also having team success. So that's why I say you got to put him in the MVP conversation, not the most improved conversation that most people want to do. He has to be in the MVP conversation. I'm not saying he's top three. I'm not even saying if he's, he's number four, but he's like, if it's like top 10, he's closer to that five than that 10 range, in my opinion. Okay. I just, I just wanted a, 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 a clear statement. That's all. I wasn't a, you know, you're crazy thing. I just wanted people to hear the reason behind it. Not mad at all. That's why I asked the question about um, Miles Bridges, most improved. Yeah, I, wanted, yeah, I just had to sure. throw that in because I didn't want Ja to yeah. like, because most people... Like, if this is a, a social clip, people are going to be like, oh, John Morant. No, not, no. Like, and it's, it's crazy because what, what we see in Ja do, it's just kind of like, I've ex, I expect him to do these things. I just think it was going to happen this fast. So it's just like, I can't sit up and say, like, he was the second overall draft pick. So when we talk about most improved player, like, Miles Bridges' progression has grown each and every year steadily. Like, it, it's not like he was, he was a 12th pick overall. And he's averaging 1974 this year. And it's just kind of like, yo, like he's really, that's most improved. Like Jordan Poole, most improved. Like Desmond Bain, most improved. Like Darius Garland, even though he was a high draft pick, but he's just like, 
most improved. Deontay Murray, most improved. Those are the guys I'm looking at like for most improved players of the year. And that's why I want to ask you is Miles Bridges the front runner? Yeah, I think Miles Bridges should definitely be the front runner for most improved player of the year right now. I mean, when you kind of just look at the numbers and everything that he's done with the Charlotte, you know, team, I mean, it, it just makes sense. I know there's a lot of guys on that list, but right now, if I had to choose just one, it would definitely be Miles Bridges. Now, I will say this, you know, what he and LaMelo are doing down in Charlotte, people need to start paying attention. Straight like, like people really need to start paying attention because it's not just exciting basketball. Like, they're doing what needs to be done. And I think, too, just kind of, you know, moving forward, they have youth, yes, but they have, like, guys that enjoy playing with one another. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. and, and sometimes in certain teams, certain GMs, certain front offices, certain cities, all that, you can just tell when the energy isn't there, right? You can just tell when it's like, all right, do y'all even want to be here? You know what like I'm saying? But I don't other. think that matters. Right, exactly. Like, this is all a business at the end of the day, and sometimes you don't like your coworkers, right? They might be teammates, but if you don't like your coworkers, shit ain't going to work out. And so I think, what they have down there is like a, a group of guys that enjoy playing well. That's what it looks like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what it looks like, mm -hmm. you know, when I watch it. So Yeah. So I I can't agree with but, that. But yeah. I, I think he's 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 part of like the list. Like I said, I look at whew, Miles Bridges, Desmond Bain, Darius Garland, Delonte Murray, and Jordan Poole. I look at those guys. Like that has to be the crop for most improved player of the year. And I gotta give the edge to Darius Garland. And the reason why I got to give the edge to Darius Garland, because like I said, like you like winning. Cleveland Cavaliers came out of nowhere as well. And that main like factor is Darius Garland, because not only is he like scoring, he's also facilitating and getting guys easy shots and really facilitating, like setting things up to get Evan Mobley coming off a curl screen, to hit a jumper, like pick and roll with Jared Allen, you know, throwing the oop. Like, He's he's really like running the offense and also like he's dangerous creating off the dribble. <laughs> that brother's range is crazy. Like he has he's probably the first brother that I've seen in the NBA where I think that maybe can enter that list of like Rashad Phillips always talks about and I always talk about like the four level score list. Like he's his his range is that deep. It's crazy. So to me, for most improved, my front runner would be Darius Garland. But I'm not mad at the Miles Miles Bridges okay. at all. Yeah, I mean, I think those are those are two solid picks. Yeah, this is I mean, definitely gonna be a great social cut. Like, <laughs> yeah, I definitely think you know, in terms of, um, okay, so, oh yeah, we sh we should have that too. Like, who 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 are your top three candidates right now for most improved player of the year? I have Miles Bridges, Darius Garland. Who we got at three? Who 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 you want? Because to me, those two are locks. For both approved, those two are locks. We could throw Ja in there. I know. I know I you. Wanna, you I, feel, I guess people. People. I guess I, people would throw Ja in there, but I don't want to throw Ja. I'm not going to throw Ja in there because it's just like. That's. I mean. That's okay. I okay. want an asterisk. I, I get it. We, I get it. This I get is a it. social. I want an asterisk if you're not including, not including Ja. All right, fine. I want an not asterisk in Ja. Not including Ja. I want an asterisk in there because if we're including, if everybody know, if if man, everybody man, trying to make a no, like look, yeah, hey, I man, want an asterisk. I want an asterisk in there, but like if my top three for most improved, like you said, you got. You got Bridges and you got Garland. That's top two. But Delonte Mary has to be in there. He's special. He's athletic. He plays. He's a great defender. His jump shot is coming around. He's developing that. And it's kind of like, he, he reminds me of a, a taller and a more kind of like athletic version of Ray John Rondo. That's who he reminds me of. Like his, his IQ is there. His skill set is there. He plays hard. And it's just kind of like the Spurs got a lot of young guys down there that are very, very talented. But like he's the, the cream of the crop and he's playing very, very well. I know people not watching San Antonio games, but they should check some out because he's not, he's he's hooping. He's hooping. So that's that's my. Three. Yeah. So in terms. Yeah. OK. So in terms of most improved player of the year, the top three guys that we really got to start thinking about. Miles Bridges, Darius Garland and DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray. Those are. You know what I'm saying? I know there's other names out there, but those to me are like the three guys that definitely deserve their flowers and recognition when we had that conversation of most improved yep. player of the year. So, asterisk, um, asterisk with John ja Morant. If we're not talking about John ja yeah. Morant, because John ja Morant is in my MVP category conversation. He can win both. He can win both. Who knows? Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, good, great, great uh, cap or no cap segment. 
And to close out this episode, I want to do something about it. You're probably going to be irritated, but it has to be done. Oh, God. There you go. You know what's going to happen. I waited this whole episode and I kept my mouth shut about it. You got a Patriots. You got a Patriots on. How do you talk? How do you go crazy and your team lost as well? Yeah. That's crazy. All right. So let's let. All right. You know, again, y'all, this is a basketball podcast, but the real recognize real. Um, Listen, y'all, listen, I'm going to say this, okay? <laughs> the Patriots got clapped this weekend. Clapped. All right. The Cowboys are no longer in the playoffs. The Philadelphia Eagles are no longer in the playoffs. But you know what? The NFL season is continuing, which means, all right, you can still sign up with my bookie yep. using the promo code, no pump fakes. All right, use the link in the description of this episode. All right, just because your team isn't in the playoffs anymore like mine. I mean, you feel me? y'all see the Patriots, Patriots hoodie. All right. Um, you can still use the link, no pump face with my bookie. All right. W deposit up to a thousand dollars. All right. Either link in the description of this episode or go straight to my bookie and use the code. No pump face. No pump face deposit up to a thousand dollars. Once again, I remember that doesn't mean you have to put a thousand. If you want to put a thousand, you put a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> you want to put five, you can get, you can get five more. You want to put you 10, you can get 10 more like your boy did. I put in, <laughs> I put in twenty on my bookie, got twenty back. And bet on the Cowboys. It wasn't a good day. So oh yeah, yeah. That's, what, yeah, that's why you never, and that's why you never bet on your the teams that you like, never. or you just don't bet on the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Go to my bookie. Oh, no man. pump fakes. Use the promo code. We out. Uh, facts. We out. <laughs>